All right, thank you, everyone. So I'm Rob Woolen. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Sigma. And I'm here today to talk to you about creating a culture of curiosity. So why is that so important? When your company's curious, you break out of the status quo. You have a company where you no longer just ask the questions you already know. You start thinking about, what else could I learn? What else could I discover? What else could my employees determine? And so I think the way you get there is with data. You want a culture where people feel empowered to ask questions. You want a culture where people feel like they can figure out things they don't already know. But you want them to have data to support it. You don't want a culture where people show up with opinions. You want people to show up with opinions backed up by data. And so this would be a very short talk, because I could just tell you the answer is the way you build a, a culture of curiosity is that you make data accessible. Now, the talk's not over. The reason the talk's not over is that making data accessible, making it so people can actually do their own data analysis, ends up being an interestingly hard problem. The problem isn't that people have a lack of questions. If you ask your marketing department, your sales department, your finance people, they all have lots of questions they want to know. Every one of those people have things that they would like to know more about. They have curiosity. The problem is, how do they find the data that they need? Is that the right data? Do they have the technical skills to actually analyze that data? Can they deal with the data at scale? What if it's millions or billions, trillions of rows? What about live data? What if the data is changing constantly? Can they deal with that? Do we know if someone's already done the analysis? How do you reuse someone else's work so you're not constantly rebuilding the wheel? And how, through all of this, do you maintain security, compliance, auditing? How do you ensure correctness? If two people do some analysis, do we know they'll both get the same answer? And largely to date, that really hasn't been possible. The industry answer to date has been, go build a dashboard. And there's a million companies out there that will tell you to gather up a bunch of programmers, write SQL, maybe some Python, maybe they'll toss in some YAML, and you'll have to go build out several months' worth of projects to build out reports and dashboards. And what you end up with is not a culture of curiosity. It's a painful culture. Because in that culture, what happens is I look at the dashboard and I say, well, that didn't answer my question. And so what do I do? Well, I can create a ticket for someone. I can go to a meeting and talk about how we should change the dashboard on the TV. I'm the CEO. That's still painful for me to do. And so what we discovered in this world is that it doesn't really work. It creates a culture where you get a very small amount of analysis, and you get a lot of people that have just given up. 
I can virtually guarantee in every one of your companies, you have people that have just given up on asking questions of the data. It's just too painful, and it's painful for the people that have to build the analysis. If your job is to manage a data warehouse or manage data pipelines, it's not fun to have thousands of, of tickets waiting for you to go build out reports. It fundamentally does not scale. And so you need some way, some way to have a tool where people can do the analysis themselves. And now magically, there's been a tool for 40 years where people have been able to satisfy their curiosity. There's been a tool for 40 years where people have been able to do the analysis themselves, to build out things that are almost magic to them. And that tool is the spreadsheet. It's almost 40 years old. And it is still the only interface that I can guarantee every one of your companies uses. And I can guarantee that you have people that love spreadsheets. They love that interface. They feel like they can do anything with it. But the problem is that spreadsheet was designed not even before there was cloud. It was designed before computers were even networked. It was designed for a world where you would type in the data, not for a world where there was billions of rows. And so people end up in a world where they have half the company that loves spreadsheets, and they've given up on making that compliant. They've given up on correctness. They've given up on being able to audit it. Every one of your companies has spreadsheets where the data is woefully Incorrect. It's misanalyzed. It's old data. I don't have to ask you the question. You all know this is true. But to make a culture of curiosity, you need an interface like the spreadsheet. You need an interface where people feel empowered. You need an interface where people feel that magic that they can do all of these things themselves. And so that's why we founded Sigma. We founded Sigma to say, what if we married this interface, the spreadsheet interface, with all of this great cloud infrastructure? What if you could leave your data in the cloud, leave it in Redshift or Snowflake, your cloud data warehouse, give you the scale that you need, let you process billions of rows, let you work on top of live data? But what if anyone could do it? What if anyone could get a spreadsheet interface to that infrastructure? What if anyone could leverage the power of the cloud to ask their own questions, to build their own analysis? That's the problem we're trying to solve. That's how you enable a culture of curiosity. That's how you make it possible for people to ask their questions in a way that you can be confident that it's secure, that it's compliant. And we've seen this transformation happen in our customers. We've seen companies that embark on this journey they're able to make this happen. They're able to change how their company works. And we're going to introduce you to and show you one of those companies today. It's my pleasure to welcome Mia Oppelstrup from Volta Charging. Is this on? Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Rob. Um, and I get to talk about two of my favorite things in the entire world, which is electric cars and Sigma. Um, and so I have to say, I am not your typical data person. I know I look like it, but 
<laughs> uh, my background was actually in marketing. I joined Volta on the marketing team. I was managing our social media, writing blogs. Um, and every time I had a data question, I was running to an engineer and asking them to write me a query, because nobody had ever asked that before. In that particular way, sliced and diced by those particular parameters, they had to write me a new query. And they were very, very tired of me. Um, and, and, I, and I knew that wasn't the best way for me to dive in and explore, because handing an engineer a list of 50 questions and saying, keep going until this is interesting, is not a very good use of your engineer's time. Um, so um, stepping back a little, when I first joined Volta, um, what I was doing was trying to prove a very specific value proposition. Um, now, the way Volta works is that we provide free electric vehicle charging to any plug-in car sold in the US. And the way that we fund our business is by selling the advertisements on our beautiful stations. And these are seven feet tall. You can't miss them. Um, but critical for this business model to work, you have to have that station in the best possible placement on that retail property. I have to convince a national retailer, grocer, or cinema to give me two to 10 of their best parking spaces on their entire property right up front by the entrance and let me put in my electric vehicle charging station there and say, this is for electric cars only. And I have to convince them that is good for their bottom line so that I get this unbeatable ad inventory and I can fund those free miles and the impact we're making on the world. And so here I was, I was the marketing person, and, and, and I was getting these questions from our retail clients that made complete sense for them to be asking, such as, you know, hey, if it's free charging, um, what's going to stop people from just taking my two best parking spaces, plugging in their car in the morning, and going to work and leaving it there all day? It's going to be abused. And I mean, I knew as an electric vehicle driver and enthusiast, that's not what happens. You know, I knew anecdotally that you multitask. That's what's so great about having an electric car. You can get your shopping done, and go see the movie, and your car fills itself up, and you get some miles. And if they're free, hey, even better. Um, but, but telling them my story while I was trying to sell them something wasn't super convincing. And, and so that's where I was just dying to be able to get the data that I needed to prove this out. Um, and so finally, my engineers got so tired of me asking for new queries. They said, here, try Sigma. I opened it up. I'm like, OK, hey, this is a spreadsheet. I can do this. I didn't know it was a table. I didn't know that tables were stored in schemas. I didn't know what a database was. I didn't even know that I was doing joins. I just knew I was making all of the data I needed, whether it came from Salesforce or our hardware telemetry or a mapping API. I could make it all talk to each other, and I could prove what I needed to prove. And so I pulled up the usage by uh, the hour in local time zone, and I could paint this picture of a day in the life of a charging station. And I got this beautiful, perfect, curve of the retail day, and you could see that charging sessions, the usage swelled right around lunch. People had their break from work. And then we started to get a little bit more of a peak after, after school. And then we got our big peak after work and after dinner. And I could prove to these retail partners, hey, this amenity aligns with when you want customers to be at your stores. And then I looked at it uh, if they were in front of cinemas, because I could 
pull in that data from the mapping API and say, hey, Sigma, tell me if a station is within 500 yards of a cinema, and now tell me what that usage looks like. And then you could see that it was almost completely flat. 11 a.m. matinee, you get a spike, flattens out again. And then 7 p.m. feature show, you get another big spike. And again, I could prove to these retail partners that our amenity was aligning with the times they wanted to draw retail shoppers to their properties, which is so important today in brick and mortar. They need everything they can get to drive traffic. And then another thing they were really worried about was, OK, great, you know, the usage times line up with when we want customers, but how do I know I'm not giving away my two best parking spots right in front of the store, and they're just not getting used that much? There's a lot of empty time, and, and it's not really helping me uh, generate new customers. And, and I knew, again, I knew as an electric vehicle driver, and you can think about this even if you're a gas driver. If there's five grocery stores on your way home, all the same stuff in them, but you know that one of them has two primo parking spots right up in front, and if you get one of those, they will put 40 miles of free gas in your car while you're shopping. Yeah, you go there more often. Made sense, but they still were anxious because this is real estate. It's a big deal. It's a long-term contract. We're installing hardware. And so then what I did was I went into Sigma and said, OK, I'm going to grab this by the age of the station. I'm like talking to them on Slack, like, how do I get a date diff to work? I mean, I knew nothing at this time. And looking at the usage in the first month, the first full calendar month, I counted that as the baseline. I just was hoping there was some significant increase that I could prove to these partners. We are driving additional visits to your stores. And I pop it in there, and I see a 77% increase in charging sessions over the first four months after a free voltage charging station is installed. I was blown away. And then, I, and then I get to show this to our clients, and I can slice and dice it by their region, by their industry, by their property type, by their property size, um, all without any engineers having to write me a new query, because I can just drag the field I want to the chart label, and it shows what I need. And that's constantly updated. So even though I have millions of new data points streaming in from our Internet of Things, which are our charging stations, um, anything I make is alive forever. I don't have to download the data as a CSV and kill it in order to get answers out of it. Um, so it's been really transformative for us. And then after about uh, six months of this, um, my company really saw the value and actually promoted me from marketing team to lead a new business intelligence unit. And I'm super excited to get to do that now at Volta. Um, so in terms of what our stack looks like, it's probably pretty familiar. We have all kinds of sources, again, whether it's coming from Salesforce, whether it's coming from our station telemetry, whether it's coming from a mapping API, and it all gets funneled into our Snowflake data warehouse. And I think of Sigma as my UI on the warehouse. Um, and I can even just upload CSVs if there's a data source I want to use that doesn't have an API. For instance, a lot of government resources haven't quite gotten on the API train yet. Um, just throw that in there, and then I can slice and dice my whether a station is within you know, 500 feet of a pet store, um, whether it's within 200 yards of a grocery store, whether it was on a Sunday or a Monday that I wanted to look at usage and just see how those patterns come out and prove to our retail partners that installing electric vehicle charging stations is good for your bottom line, in addition to being good for the community and reducing carbon emissions and fighting climate change. Um, and then in terms of 
of what Sigma has done for us, um, it's been really impactful. So within the first month, I was able to reduce the engineering time required to do uh, mandatory reporting to our retail partners by 90%. I could just plug in the name of the partner and get their usage out. And it was pretty, and it had charts, and it was all live and up to date, and it was fantastic. And um, that still took me you know, a few minutes. So then I was able to put that all in a partner-facing dashboard, and I reduced even my time involved with mandatory reporting by 100%. Now nobody has to touch anything. Our partners can log in and just see whatever they want at any time. Um, and so it's just, I'm just so excited to see where we can go from here, because that was all just the beginning, and we have, we have so much further to grow. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Mia, and I hope everyone's seen that there really is a possibility out there to go ahead and leverage this tool, leverage the technology out there today to make this transformation. Our booth is uh, about three doors down that way. We'd love to show it to you live. Thank you, everyone.